Welcome to the Messy Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Morris, life coach and musician, and I help creative folks like you live intuitive, intentional lives so you can focus on what you really came here to do, make art and change the world. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. So thrilled that you're here. And for today's episode, we are going to build on what we were talking about last week, which was making good decisions. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly suggest going back and listening to that one now, but this will still be useful. So worst case scenario, basically what we're going to do in today's episode is help you plan for worst case scenario. Now, We're not planning for it because we're anticipating it or because we're actually thinking that's what's going to happen. We're planning for worst case scenario so that we can fully go full force ahead towards exactly what we want without worrying about worst case scenario. So, you know, you can do this process of planning for worst case scenario and then literally just throw that plan away. The practice is what is useful. It's not putting it into play. Um, You might need to, and that's totally fine. So then you've already planned for it, but you don't need to anticipate it. We're doing this so that if you have fear, if you have doubt, if you have anxiety about going after the thing that you really want, about making a good decision, that results in the outcome that you want, if you're having feelings or resistance towards it, we need to do something about it. Like it would be cool if we could just be like, well, I'm just going to believe it's going to happen. And then we just believe it and do it. And that'd be great. But our brains don't really work that way. Our brains want to protect us from doing the wrong thing, quote unquote, wrong thing from harm, from failure, again, quote unquote, failure, But our brains want to protect us and keep us safe, and that's why they keep playing worst-case scenario in our head, because if we worry about that, then we won't go after the thing that's new and exciting and, to our brains, very scary and unsafe. So we want to make every possible scenario a safe scenario, is basically what we're doing when we're planning for worst-case scenario. So the plan is simply just a theoretical idea to kind of quiet your brain. And I find this useful in a lot of different circumstances. You might not even be going after a big goal. You might not even be making a big decision. Like last year when quarantine hit, worst case scenario was a really helpful exercise for me so that my fears about the things that I couldn't control were quieted a little bit. I could focus on, okay, so these are the things that I can't control. What can I control? And how do I want to set myself up so that I'm not just living every day in fear or at least less fear? There are things that are just scary in our lives and unknowns and things that we can't control. And so we want to do everything that we can to feel safe and supported and have our own backs. And this is one thing that I, a tool in my toolbox that I like to pull from when just focusing on what I want isn't getting me where I want to go. Like when the anxiety just is too much, when the fear is too much, when the doubt is too much, I go to worst case scenario and I say, okay, so let's just go there then. If this thought keeps looping in my head, let's just go ahead and say that's going to happen and what are we going to do about it? And that's the basics of how to plan for worst case scenario. So 
what you want to do is think about whatever it is that's bringing up a feeling for you, fear, doubt, anxiety, any of these things. Think about the circumstance that you're thinking about. So let's just say you want to record an album and put it out there and have a lot of people buy it. Let's just say that's what you're doing, okay? And you're really fearful that you won't get it done in time or that no one will buy it, no one will like it. You maybe have a lot of different things going on. When that's happening, if there are a lot of different scenarios that you're kind of like, all of these things could go wrong, you can go one of two ways. You can say, okay, what if all of the things went wrong? What would I do? Or you could pick the one that really feels the scariest, the most fearful, the one that's bringing up the most doubt, the one that in your body feels the most important. You can go through all of them. You can use this however feels useful to you. With any of my episodes, with anything that you, any advice you ever hear from anybody, always take what works for you and leave the rest. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, that sounds like a good idea, try that out. And if you're listening and you're like, "Mm, I don't know if that really resonates, leave it. Totally fine. Do this in a way that is useful for you. So let's say that you want to record an album and put it out and have a lot of people buy it. Now, one, we can never control other people's actions. We can influence other people's actions, meaning we can't make people buy our albums, but we can do everything on our part to get it out to more people, to have more people get their eyes on it, ears on it, to package it in a way where you are exuding confidence in what you're doing and that you are sharing your passion with other people. Those are the things that we can influence that can influence other people's behaviors in a positive way where maybe they wouldn't have known about your album otherwise, but because you were focused on what can I do to get this out to more people, then now they know about it. And of course they're going to love it. So this is the scenario, but you're worried about it. So what would be the worst case scenario? Like what in your mind is writing on this decision? What could go wrong that's making you feel like you don't want to take the next step forward? And understand too, that some of this is going to be subconscious. Like you might not even notice that you're really holding yourself back, but when you go through this exercise, you might be like, oh, actually I'm kind of playing small in different areas because I'm afraid that people won't like it. They won't buy it. They won't even notice it. Whatever is coming up for you. So then if that's happening, again, we just say, okay, so what if that did happen? What if no one heard it? What if no one bought it? What if you were late finishing it so it didn't even come out on time? What if all of those things happened? And I know that feels uncomfortable to even imagine, but what would you do? What's the answer? What if? That is the plan that you're coming up with. And I would suggest just letting any ideas come out. Like what are all of the options for what you could do? You do not need or even should confine yourself to just one plan. Because again, the point of coming up with this plan is to let your brain take a break and be like, oh, okay, no matter what happens, we'll be okay. Like even if no one listens, even if no one buys it, even if I don't finish it on time, I'm going to be okay. I can still commit to accomplishing this goal. Maybe it won't happen in the timeline that I want. 
Maybe the people that I want to hear it won't hear it. Maybe it won't be the specific people that I want. Maybe the album will sound completely different than I want. Maybe everything about it will be different and it can still be perfect. What if that were true? That's the point of this exercise is to really understand that no matter what happens, even the things outside of your control, things can still go the perfect way that they were always meant to go. And we know that things happen the way they were meant to because that's just what happens. I love thinking about it this way. It's like we worry like, well, what if things had gone another way? Well, they didn't. They went the way that they did, which means they were meant to go that way. And you can intellectually feel however you feel about things, quote unquote, meaning to happen a certain way. But I just like thinking about it like if it wasn't meant to happen the way it happened, then why did it happen that way? Like that just doesn't compute for me. And so I choose to believe that everything that has happened is how it was meant to happen. And that gives me comfort because then I know no matter what happens, that's just how it's meant to happen. Like I can take myself out of the need to control how things were meant to be. I can do, again, do everything that I can do that is within my control that's guiding me and my path the way that I want it to go. But sometimes even the way that you want things to go is playing small. Like sometimes you want things to go a certain way and you're so focused on that, but if you actually release a little bit of the reins and let things happen, then they can be even better than you could have imagined. But if you're holding so tightly to this idea of how they're supposed to go, that's not even possible. Like even bigger and better things aren't in your wheelhouse because you're not open to them. So that's another benefit of doing worst case scenario is sometimes you're like, oh, well, even if the worst thing happened, this could be a cool offshoot of that path. Like this could happen. Maybe like no one listens. And so you completely change the album and it becomes even better than you could have imagined in the first place. Now, again, we don't want to go so far down worst case scenario that now like this is the plan for the future. If it sparks a new idea in you, cool, go with that. But again, the reason that we're doing this is so that you can move forward instead of feeling stuck where you are by fear, anxiety, doubt, those sort of resistant feelings. We want to move forward. And so if you're having trouble moving forward, sometimes alleviating the anxiety, the fear, the stress of it all, and knowing what you will do if something quote unquote bad happened can allow you to move forward. It's like if you are fearing that you won't make the sales and you need to make the sales in order to pay your bills or whatever, this is such a helpful exercise in saying, okay, what would I do if I didn't make the sales? What is my backup plan for paying my bills? Maybe it's not what I want to do, but what am I willing to do? Like, how am I going to figure that out? I find worst case scenario to be the most helpful when thinking about finances and especially if you feel like your finances are outside of your control, using worst case scenario to get really creative and say, what would I do if everything fell apart? And that's, you know, quote unquote, it's your own description of what everything falling apart would be. But what would you do? What have you done in the past that has worked? I find it helpful also to think about like, what was a time in my life that was really, really challenging that was maybe quote unquote worst case scenario? What did I do? 
and knowing that I got through that time, eight, think of something that you're cur- not currently going through, like something that you have gone through, like knowing that I got through a bad time before gives me a little bit of comfort that like anything that I'm fearing in the future, well, I've gone through a bad time and I know I got through that. So it's highly likely that I will get through this next bad time. And these are all subjective terms, so I'm probably going to stop saying quote-unquote, because I think you get it. Like, bad, worst, these things are subjective. So it's just whatever it feels to you as, like, a bad scenario or worst-case scenario. The other thing about this, like I said, is, you know, what would I be willing to do if everything went to crap? (laughs) Whatever. Like, what would I be willing to do in order to pay my bills or still achieve the goal, or whatever is the scenario that you're thinking of. What's really, really important about that is when you're saying, okay, here's what I would be willing to do, you have to actually be willing to do that thing. So whatever the plan is, whether you have one plan or 15 plans, backup plans for worst case scenario, they have to be things that you would actually be willing to execute. And that's a very important part about this, because if you're not actually willing to execute it, then it's not going to actually comfort you and alleviate the stress. Because if you're like, okay, well, if I lost my job, I guess I could like get a loan or ask a friend for money. But if you're not actually willing to ask a friend for money or get a loan, then you're still not actually creating a plan that's going to allow you to feel like, okay, well, I know what I would do because you wouldn't actually do that. It has to be something that you energetically feel like you would be willing to execute, that you would be willing to do to get to where you want to go. And just check in with your body when you're going through this plan. Like, go through a a bunch of plans until you come up with one that you're like, okay, yeah, you know, it wouldn't be my first choice. This is worst case scenario, but I would be willing to do that. If, if it came down to it and like play through it, like what would happen if you did the thing, if you had to ask for the loan or if you had to extend the deadline of your album or if you had to keep marketing it past when you thought you were going to have to, like what would that be like? What would make it okay for you? Again, we're not talking about your ideal situation. We're talking about what are you willing to do to get to where you want to go? How much are you actually willing to commit to getting to where you want to go? This is what this exercise shows you. Am I going to just give up on the plan if I hit worst case scenario? Or am I willing to keep going and what does that look like? What does it look like? Okay. So the other benefit of doing this is that as you go through these different scenarios, you kind of think of what would I do? How would I handle this? If a hiccup comes up in your actual execution of your actual plan, like your album that you're creating, if something happens, instead of immediately being like, well, everything's going to go wrong now, you have already thought through various scenarios and guaranteed you have something in your brain that's like, well, okay, I could try this because I've, I have thought about this now. I have thought about worst case scenarios, so I've got some ideas of like what I could do if something goes wrong. And so even little hiccups are less stressful because you've thought through them ahead of time. And 
the secondary point of doing this, aside from alleviating the stress in the moment so you can move forward, is that if worst case scenario does actually happen, instead of being in such a heightened emotional state and trying to make decisions, like clear decisions from there, you have already set yourself up so that you're like, okay, well, now I just fall back on the plan I made when I was in a really clear headspace. When I was feeling good, when things were going well, now that they're not going how I want them to, I'm not emotionally making decisions, which is a challenging place to make decisions from. It's not a bad place to make decisions from. It's not like, I mean, that's what we do all the time. But when you're feeling really low, it's hard to make decisions. So it's easier if you think about them ahead of time and then you just have to execute on them if something goes wrong. So that's another reason why it's really helpful to have a worst case scenario plan. And it also can bring up, like if you're going through this worst case scenario and you're like, what would act, like what would that look like? What would the worst case scenario be? And what would I do? It can also highlight to you if in going forward on this big plan, like recording your album and marketing it and selling it to people, it can highlight if you've been relying on hope for things to go right, for things to go the way that you want them to. Because if you have so many unknowns and so many things that feel outside of your control and you get to worst case scenario and you're like, oh my gosh, okay, there's so many things I need to plan for it is likely that you have been operating on hope. Like, well, I just hope that everything, I hope that I finish this on time. I hope that people like it. I hope that they buy it. You're letting everything be outside of your control. And this exercise can show you, okay, what is within my control? Not only when worst case scenario happens, but right now, what can I take control over in this situation? What can I do to set myself up for this being an actually good decision and me getting the outcome that I want to go back to last week's episode. So one final thing, I think I may have more notes, who knows, is that almost all of the time, but a lot of the time, if not almost all of the time, the worst case scenario is actually a feeling. So you might think, okay, so no one buys no one even sees it or hears it. I don't even finish it on time. Whatever the tangible thing is that that looks like, like whatever the result is that that looks like, like they don't hear it, whatever. The thing that actually feels bad about that is the feeling. Is feeling bad that they didn't hear it or they didn't like it or they didn't buy it or you didn't do it in time. Like, Nine times out of 10, what's actually going wrong is that you're feeling something you don't want to feel. And so when you can really distill it down to that, it becomes a lot more manageable because if you can accept any feeling and be willing to feel any feeling, that takes away most of the barriers to moving forward. That really releases most, if not all, of the resistance that you're having. If you're willing to feel disappointed, uncomfortable, guilt, shame, if you're willing to feel any of those, and not because you're welcoming them in, but just like, okay, if it happens, I'm willing to feel that in favor of doing the things I need to do to set myself up to get what I want. 
Like, I'm willing to risk worst case scenario in favor of planning for best case scenario. And I'm willing for any feeling to come up in the process of getting there. I'm willing to feel anything. When I set a big goal, I must personally, and I suggest this for you as well, but personally, I must be willing to feel anything if I actually want to commit to that thing happening. Because if I'm not willing to feel any feeling, then when an uncomfortable feeling comes up, I'm stuck. I'm not moving forward anymore because I don't want to feel that. And if I'm not willing to feel it, I'm not going to work through it. I'm not going to process it. I'm not going to move forward. So when you're willing to feel anything, you can do anything. And that is powerful. That is where most of the work is. That is what I do with my clients is we work through how can I be willing to feel anything? How can I move through that? That is the work. And once you unlock it, the feelings become much easier. That doesn't mean you don't feel uncomfortable or bad feelings or sad feelings or it's not that you don't feel it. It just hits a little different than when you're resisting it. So once you have done this, and you've really alleviated the resistance that you've had, you've planned for worst case scenario. One thing that you can do, and I kind of mentioned this at the beginning, but you can write down the worst case scenario plan. And if it energetically feels resonant to you, you might burn that plan safely. Please safely. Please be very, very, very safe. Okay. Like have your phone in your hand, ready to dial 911 must you (laughs) be safe. But Energetically, it might be helpful to say, okay, I've planned for it and now I'm going to burn this plan up because I'm going to go focus on my best case scenario now. Now that I've quieted the anxiety, the fear, the doubt, now I'm focused on this going exactly how I want it to and exactly how I want it to, meaning I'm committed to the goal that I have set for myself. Not that I'm attached to it looking a specific way. But you're focused on, I'm, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to as- assume success ahead of time. I've now quieted the anxiety. I have my worst case scenario plan, but I'm not going to need it. I'm going to choose to decide that I'm not going to need it. And, you know, the worst case scenario is you need it and that's fine. But we're never going to focus on that. We're going to go back to last week's episode and focus on what do I want and how do I get it? And that's what we focus on moving forward. That's what's going to move you forward. We don't want to spend too much time here in worst case scenario. This is just a tool to move forward. Should you need it? Like I would not do this for everything. I would only do this if you're having trouble moving forward because you feel stuck by fear, anxiety, doubt, those sorts of things. So you want to get back to best case scenario And trust yourself that you're going to follow through because you've decided to commit to the plan, to the best case scenario plan. And that you're open to it being even better than you could have imagined. How fun. How much fun is that? Rather than just worrying about things going wrong, but never really completing that thought. Like that's basically what's going on is like fearing something going wrong, but not getting really specific about what that even looks like. 
Because sometimes all you need to do is like, what do I think worst case scenario would be? And you get really specific about what it is. And you're like, oh, well, I mean, that would be fine. Like, I can move through that. I don't even need to like make a plan. I already know what I would do. Like, it would be fine. Sometimes it's not. Like, you might feel a lot when you go through this and that's okay. It just means it's time to make a plan. Like, you can handle anything. I believe that. This episode is for you to believe that. That you can handle anything that comes your way, and that even if worst case scenario happens, you're still committed to getting what you want. That this is just a bump in the road. It's just a part of the path. It's not a stopping point. It's just something you're moving through. And we're not assuming it's going to happen. It's just a possibility that we're not going to give a lot of energy to after we do this exercise. So, worst case scenario, you make a plan and then you throw the plan away because you're not going to need it. But now your brain is like, all right, okay, I'm a little more on board. Let's like do the thing that you want to do. I guess I'll get in the car and we'll go on the trip. And that's what you do, my friends. Okay. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you next week. Bye. If this podcast inspired you, the next best step is to book a call with me. The link is in the show notes and together we'll have you creating more art and more change. You are magic. Let's show the world. Talk soon.